Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. In the future, talk radio will actually educate, inspire, and make you think. The future is now. Topics and music that affect your life. From Universal Broadcasting Network. Tune in at UBNRadio.com. It's Wednesday. Tony and Carla are behind the mics and ready to bring you pure entertainment. On Air with Tony Sweet starts right now. All right. Welcome to On Air with Tony Sweet. It's another Wednesday with us on UBNRadio.com. And I'm here with the beautiful, sexy mama. We have Carla Renata. Hello. How are you? Hi, Carla Renata. Hi there. You can't what? I can't hear me. You can't hear you at all? No. Are you sure? Positive. You sure it just wasn't the applause that people were loving yes, I'm positive. you? Yes, positive. All right. Okay, I can hear me now. Okay. All funny. right. Well, welcome. We are excited to have you guys join us. We have a great show for you. We have a young gentleman that's going to be in studio with us today. We love in-studio guests. Uh, we have uh, Christopher Meyer. He yes. is in studio. You might know him from uh, Wayward Pines. And then he has two movies out called Kicks and Wolves. And you you saw Kicks? I saw Kicks at the L.A. Film Festival this year. And so I can't wait. So I'm glad you uh, saw the movie. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't go. So, okay, I didn't pri- go. Okay, private joke. <laughs> private joke. So before we were on the air, Tony was like, have you seen the movie? Like all panicked. I'm like, yes, I've seen the movie. I just saw the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> you see my face, right? Where do I see it, though? <laughs> I didn't go to the L.A. Film Festival. No, but it's going to be, um, it'll be playing, it releases on September 9th. Oh, yeah, it's September 9th, so mm-hmm. it's coming up. It'll be in theaters on September 9th. So I'm definitely going to go <laughs> with you. You're going to take me as a date. I'm not taking you. You're going to take not, me. No, I'm not okay. taking you nowhere. She's afraid to go with me. <laughs> <laughs> she don't want to see with me. No, you'll be falling asleep. I'm like, really? I can't. <laughs> Just wake me up, slap me in the face a couple times. I oh. like that. Uh, it's been a long time since uh, I've had some action. Uh, uh, I know, I know. All right. Really? Well, well, I haven't seen Carla in a week, so uh, for me, I just want to say, I honestly, I, I just worked, but I did have, I did take a drive this uh, last uh, weekend. I just went for a nice little drive, and I got to drive up north a little bit where all the fires were. And uh, you know, what? I have to say it was I'm sure that crazy was to see cute. no it, it you know you, you see it on the you know on the news and on tv and stuff right. but you don't think about until you actually see it live what has the damage is done and homes that's been burnt pretty dramatic and i'm still i feel very 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 sorry for some of these people that uh, yeah. lost their homes so i um usually when i see them talking about fires on the the um the news here in la mm-hmm. i usually think it's very exaggerated because I remember one time I was supposed to be working on Will and Grace and I flew back east to see my mother and the fires. Say that again, my mother. mother. (laughs) And when I was coming back, they had just started as I left. And when I was coming back, they had progressed and became worse. Mm -hmm. So I delayed coming back to hang out with my mom a little longer. And when I went to the airport, they had canceled my flight. Oh, wow. And this was in the afternoon. Is and this because so it's smoke? 
because of the weather and the yeah. stuff here. So I was like, okay, well, there's four other airports. Somebody's flying to L.A., like, I know. Nope. Nobody was flying to L.A., and I was supposed to be on set the next day at oh, 9 a.m., no. and I was freaking out. And so you, Did you make it? I didn't make it at 9 a.m., but I got there in time to tape the show. Oh, So I got there. I got to L.A. at, we started taping at noon. Mm -hmm. I got to L.A. around 11. And I had to, but I had to go to the the parking thing and get my car and then drive to to CVS Radford. And um, my friend Megan was really gracious and um, got me a drive on and let me park and had somebody move her car so I could park in her spot. I literally drove on to CVS Radford. I was doing my makeup on the plane. (laughs) (laughs) I drove into CVS Radford. I pulled in. I threw my stuff in the dressing room. I changed my clothes into my my um my my wardrobe for the for the show. They took me down. They said, You're gonna come here for the bow. This is your blocking for the scene and we literally went. And I was like, it's a good thing I knew what I was doing. Yeah, because otherwise could have been, been, been a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's uh, like I said. It you know in L.A. it's you, know, you got your fires and then your earthquakes, but you know everywhere you live, something you have the you know tornadoes back home and even earthquakes in San and like around St. Louis, they have one of the biggest fault line is right there in St. Louis, really, right south, New Madrid. Really, you didn't? Know, you're from there? You no, didn't I know didn't that. know that. Yeah. I mean, we got tornadoes when I lived in St. Yeah. Louis. We never had an earthquake. They said that was the biggest earthquake in American history was the New Madrid fault right there, just south of St. Louis. Right. And they said it's it's due again because it was like a huge one. It actually changed the course of the uh, Mississippi River back in the 1800s. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, it, you know your history. Don't I do. You? <laughs> I do. I lo- you know I love me some history. So no, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. So if it ever goes again, it's pretty much gone in that area. <laughs> so thanks, Tony, yeah. for that enlightening news. The old saying is, "Put your head between your legs uh-huh. and kiss your ass." On another light yeah. note. Oh, that's oh, that is a light note, isn't it? <laughs> We go to heaven. You know what? I can't. (laughs) On another light note, I just want to say that we lost somebody that was very near and dear to my heart this week. Willy Wonka, Gene Gene Wilder. Wilder. I got to show a picture because I loved me some Gene Wilder. Uh, He was a genius. I mean, he was Willy. He'll always be Willy Wonka to me. Yeah. But I really loved him in those films that he did with Gilda Radner, who was his wife at the time. That haunted honeymoon movie with him and Gilda Radner and Dom DeLuise is. You know what? I never saw Young Frankenstein. I saw the musical. I never saw the movie. That no, you need to do that. I know. I do need to do that. That I never saw your favorite. Only the only Mel Brooks movie that he did that I actually saw was mm-hmm. Blazing Saddles, which is I didn't genius. see Young Frankenstein. I didn't see the producers. I saw the musical, the producers, but wow. I didn't see the film, the producers. And apparently, he was nominated for an Oscar for. Um, oh, I didn't know that he was nominated for a Best Supporting Oscar for the producers, and he was nominated for screenwriter for Young really? Frankenstein. Mm-hmm, but he See, never won an Oscar. He, I mean, definitely deserved one. I mean, he's he is a, a comic <laughs> genius uh, and a great actor. I mean, he just was. He phenomenal. was wonderful. I loved him, and he passed away from Alzheimer's, and he purposefully kept it away from his fans because he didn't want his nephew or somebody close to him um, that was related said that he didn't want to disappoint his fans and he didn't want to not bring a smile to anyone's face that you know loved mm-hmm. him. So I was like, oh, and that's I, so thought that, I mean, 
to think that you are in a place right. where you're losing your memory and all you can think about are your fans. Like, right. come on, who does that? And and that's you know another thing. I didn't know he got remarried after Gilda Radner, but yeah. Gilda Radner was his life. I mean, either. like I remember because after she died again. He kind of disappeared. disappeared. Well, where, can you blame him? He was grieving. Yeah, he loved her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and what a horrible way for her to what go. What was you the know? movie they did again? Haunted Honeymoon. They Haunted. did a couple of movies. They did about three or four movies yeah. together. Well, I remember the one where that because one of the films that she actually was fighting the cancer. I mean, she. I think it was ovarian cancer that she died. She had of. ovarian cancer. But uh, well, they were in a a plane and it was crashing or something like that. I'm trying to think. I don't that. remember that one. Yeah, I have to. I have to go back. I, I think that might have been the. F- I didn't see it, but I think that might have been one of the last ones she it did. Was. And that film actually, Richard Pryor was supposed to be in that film. Oh really? Yeah, you know, Stir Richard Crazy. Pryor, that's another. Yeah, one. you know, him and Richard Pryor had a really fierce yeah. collaboration. They did like three or four films together, yeah. but he had written that part. That you're speaking of, he wrote it for Richard Pryor, and Richard Pryor wasn't available, so uh, he re retailed it for Gilda. Well, there was another one. That, is it See No Evil, Hear No Evil? Where the that one was, was with blind. Richard and I didn't and care for that. that. Was the only one well, I didn't that was care the, for. That was the most mediocre movie that they made, yeah. and th- and Richard was sick during that, that time. Yeah, he was. He, that's he had just he, he had just found out he had yeah. MS, yeah. so he was slurring his words, and mm-hmm. he had lost a lot of weight, and people were like, "Ooh, what's wrong yeah. with you know?" And they uh, assumed. That wrongly, ironically enough, is, is right. Is as huge as his drug use was, people assumed that that's what that's he got bad. sick from, and, and it was something that didn't have anything to do with any of that. And you know, it's it's sad to think of those two that ended up dying the way they did: is Alzheimer's and MS. I know. You know, right? that's two of the you know two of the again two of the comic legends, and but they they did they they did such a great job and worked well together and uh, it was a joy to watch them and I'm gonna have to go back and maybe this Labor Day weekend and do some uh, rehashing of Gene Wilder movies. I yeah, think I, I think I want to watch Haunted Honeymoon. Let me <laughs> that movie. It was corny as hell, <laughs> yeah. but it was really they were funny. All corny, but <laughs> it was really funny though. But stir, yeah. I think was it stir crazy? I think it was no. It uh-huh. was Silver we Street. bad. We no, bad. No, no, no. The Silver Streak one where he where Gene Wilder. Um, put on blackface to pretend like he was black. I don't but remember. Let me look and see. That was, I think that was Silver Street. But baby, every time I see that, it is hilarious because he's got this beanie cap on. Here it is. Yeah, <laughs> what's, just re- got a what's really of it. funny is whenever Some somebody eulogized him when he passed away, nobody, not one person, <laughs> showed that picture. Oh, really? Not one outlet showed that picture. And it's we because. We just did. But we just did. But it's because <laughs> of the times that we live in. Everybody's so super sensitive and, you know, hyper politically correct that I felt like. Well, how can you? I mean, it's my thing. It, it's a it's a part of history. So why, why I, can't you show something? I know, something? but they I didn't say they couldn't. No, show it. I know. I, but I said that they didn't show it. Well, so. I, I mean, <laughs> when you look at that picture, you don't even <laughs> even look black. It's like a really it's bad just paint wrong, job. But that, it's supposed <laughs> to look like that. He's got yeah. shoe polish all over yeah. his face. And to think that, you know, and I think that was in the 70s, in the 70s when he did that. You can no, tell by the hat. Yeah, I mean, right, <laughs> that Afrocentric hat. In the 70s when he did that, nobody thought twice about it. You Mm-mm, know, they just... Not at all. They well, were like, oh, that's Archie funny. Archie Bunker, same thing. As, right, you know, nobody that, thought twice yeah. about it. But if they were to do that nowadays, oh, my oh, God, my their God. careers would be over. They'd be shut down and everything else. But that just speaks to their comic genius. It was They were funny. I all love right. them. Well, we, uh, we're we going to take a break, and uh, thank you for taking us on a memory uh, of Gene yes, Wilder. Yes, I loved him. And, uh, and no. it was hard. It was... Sad to see him go. Yeah, it is. It's it's sad to see legends go, and uh, he's one. And of we've those had a huge lot. like the people that have gone in two thousand. Gary Marshall. Oh, I know. You know, yeah. uh, Gene Wilder, like a plethora of people. Muhammad Ali, like you know. But you know, it Prince. It's part of life. 
I mean, it's part of life, it and, and is, we don't man. like to see the. You know, we always think of legends and people that are going to live on forever, and they do in their 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 craft and their the things that they've created. Yeah, but and that's well said because yeah. at least we still have their work right. to to entertain us and put mm-hmm. a smile on our face when we need it. Because so. there's many people that we have in our everyday life. All we have is, is memories and pictures, but now we, ha- I mean, we have their yeah. craft. So, cool. all right, hey. well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we have our guest, Chris. Christopher Meyer uh, in studio. We're going to talk about two films of his, Kicks and Wolves. Carla got to see Kicks. Uh, we're also going to talk about him being on the second season of Wayward Pines. And then there's some other things that he's worked on in NCIS, New Orleans, and I mean, tons of other things. So just a young, talented actor. And we're going to be right back on On It with Tony Sweet, uh, right here on Universal Broadcasting Network. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Thank you very much for tuning in. Bye. Oh. Sometimes I wish I had a spaceship. Just hang out in space where it's quiet. And no one can mess with me. I'm from East Bay. Those are my best friends. We do everything together. Girl, can't you see me in the studio? You in a closet with your fat ass. Sometimes it feel like everybody cooler than me. Maybe because I'm small. Can't play pickup. Can't pull no girls. Hey, 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 Will Smith's son, look a little boy. Come here. These cost more than your life. Those is tight. Hey, where'd you get your shoes? Damn. What up, boy? We got them shoes for you. You're such a man now, go and be a man. You got a problem, you gotta handle your business yourself. You slide with us tonight, you'll run into him. What? You scared? Chin up, chest out on this flame time. You got a gun now? Can be a man if I let another claim on. I ain't time for your shoes. They crossed the line. <laughs> Maybe I was wrong about you. Sometimes I wish I'd hang out in space where it's quiet. Tony Sweet, only on Universal Broadcasting Network. All right, welcome to Honor with Tony Sweet. We're back, and we have our guest in studio. Just a handsome young man over there, Carla. Don't get your hands off of me. <laughs> look at her. I really? knew she was going to look at me like that. We have Christopher Meyer What's in the studio. Oh, look at the crowd just went crazy. Is live in the studio, people. Wow. 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 Wow.
Chris. He's in kicks. Wayward Pines. Tune in to UBNRadio.com right now. Periscope peeps. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> Periscope peeps. Uh, well, we're so excited to have you in studio. This is going to be great because Carla got to see it at the L.A. Film Festival, yeah, Kicks. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to hear her because she's a movie critic, you know. So, okay. And he's uh, like, okay. oh. He's like, gotta, his eyes got big. He's like, oh, for and, real, and though? And I'm going to pull your, you know, critiques up on your site just okay. to make sure you're telling the truth. I no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, haven't, um, I haven't done kicks yet, but the only reason kicks got on my radar mm. is because in addition to being here, I freelance for NPR radio. Okay. So NPR was really hyped about me seeing yeah. the film and reviewing I think, it. I think my director, Justin, is actually doing NPR today. Ah, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, they really, really, really love that film. That's awesome. They love that That's film. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, before we were on the air, we were having this cute little conversation. Uh, we were talking about... So part of Kicks is this this thing where the lead character, Brandon, mm-hmm. has this thing where he's like, if I could just be in space and chill out. Can you explain that to me? Because every time a scene happened where Brandon was having a moment, mm-hmm. it was kind of like... The, and this is way before your time, but there was this movie about Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee? I love Bruce Lee. I was going to say, do you know who that is? Yeah. So there was this autobiography <laughs> about Bruce Lee. And yeah. every time Bruce Lee... Um, was having a flashback, there would be like this weird thing happening where he'd have like some battle and I was like, okay, I don't understand what this is, but I'm going to go with it. And it was the same thing. It was the same kind of feeling I had when I saw Kicks. Like the little moon man would come Uh down in his little white suit and I'm like, okay, I don't understand what this is, but I'm going to go with it. So can you just break down what was up with the moon man? Well, I feel like the moon man is a representation of a lot of things. Uh, I feel like everybody can have their own interpretation of it, but for me, and I think the the general meaning of it is the moon man is his conscience. And, oh. you know. <laughs> See how yeah. stereo we are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's basically leading him in in a way that he thinks he wants to go. Oh, wow. okay. Yeah. Well, you know, that's kind of deep, and I'll I'll, I'll yeah. go with that. Now, yeah. when you write it, now you have a whole now new perspective. Now, when I write it, I have a whole new perspective, because yeah. I truly said, I don't know what's up with the moon, man, but I'm going to go with it. <laughs> we, like, we I knew, truly wrote that. We knew that was going to throw people off. But I, I actually read that's my, my favorite part about the movie, is yeah. that it has the moon man in it. Like, and, it's just different. And know? this was Justin's first film, right? First feature, yeah. First yeah, first feature, feature film. He's yeah. done a bunch of, like, shorts before. Mm-hmm. He has this one short called Nani, which is, like how he kind of got rec- you know, recognition. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is first feature film, my first feature film too, so. Yay, congratulations. congratulations. Thank you, bless. So one other thing about Kicks. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever been in a situation where you were like, you just had to have that latest pair of, of sneaks? Have you ever been that dude? I have. <laughs> I have. <laughs> At least she admits it. I am guilty. I, I but I can tell that. you, I've never <laughs> stood in line though. Oh, that's know, that's so. crazy because they get there like 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. in the morning the day before. I've never stood in line before, but I have begged my parents for it. <laughs> I mean, said, I so my, my parents, parents went and stood in line. So for my us. parents got them, but I <laughs> begged my parents for them. You should check out this documentary. It's called Sneakerheads, and it talks about how all over the world, yeah. how huge the sneaker culture is. Yeah. Like to the point where back in the day before we had the internet and you could just go click, click, click and get a pair sent <laughs> click, to you click, via click. Amazon. <laughs> right. Via <laughs> an Amazon droid, you know. Uh-huh. You, back in the day, people literally would fly over here from like Japan, Germany, mm. all these different mm. countries mm-hmm. just to get the latest pair of Air Jordan. I don't remember Man, that I time. wish it was still like that. That would be so what? cool. Why not? That make it worth it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, make it. Now it's just like click yeah, and you're like, click, click, click. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, uh, I mean, 
doing this movie has actually opened my eyes to how big the sneaker culture is. Like, it's funny because I'll read a whole bunch of con- uh, comments on Twitter and it's like, oh, it's a movie about shoes. And like, <laughs> they don't even know. Like, there is a whole world. Culture out there. is you know, intense. There's a whole culture that, and they're serious about their sneakers. It's very intense. Well, that actually, what you just said reminds me of uh, Devil's, Devil Wears Prada. Mm-hmm. Remember All when right. she snickered about the belt? Yeah. And yeah. she went through this whole spiel yeah, about, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh. That now you sense. get it. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. That's literally how it's been. So, so let's talk about your character mm-hmm. in in Kicks. You're Rico. you're Brandon's best friend, Rico. Yes, yes. Rico, Rico Suave. Suave. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's um what basically what I base his character off. Oh, really? Modern day young Rico Suave. I mean, everything comes easy to Rico, whether it be girls, whether it be sports, school. He might not even do his homework, but you know, <laughs> he like got me. straight A's. Other than popularity, I yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Which yeah. is the total antithesis of Brandon, because Brandon exactly. <laughs> at one point they call him, they say he looks like Will Smith's son. Uh, yeah. Like he's just he's wrong. They Smith's just clown him all boy. the time because yeah. <laughs> he looks like he he's a pretty little boy. He looks yeah, like a yeah. little girl. He's yeah, got when all I this first curly looked hair. At, I was like, oh, okay. is that a girl? Yeah, oh, is that a girl? Yeah. I was like, oh no. I get asked that all the time. Yeah, and I'm just like, well, I'm not gonna lie. When I was watching the movie, I'm like, why they got this movie about a girl? <laughs> okay, Man. it's a dude. Okay, all right. Uh, that makes more sense. He would sense. be so hurt if he was here. <laughs> I know. Right now. He no, he sorry. wouldn't. <laughs> no, because I wouldn't. I wouldn't clown. I wouldn't clown him like that. But I'm like, come on. He did. But <laughs> <laughs> he did. But he got his little. Okay. So the one scene I want to ask you about mm. is the scene where y'all broke into that house. To get yeah. the sneaks back, yeah, in the flock Rico. House. Yeah. So let yes. me just fill you in, Tony. <laughs> okay. So what happens is mm. Brandon gets jacked for his sneaks. He finds out who the di- the dude was that jacked his sneaks, and he goes through this whole elaborate plan to go get them back. Mm. That's basically like and the, he drags us, and he drags his friends <laughs> with him, and his <laughs> friends are like, friends you like know, that. by default, <laughs> yeah. And right? his friends are like, really over some sneaks, dude? Yeah. Come on! But they they kind of go along with him because mm-hmm. that's his dude, that's and him. they spend a whole it's like a whole day. Yeah, one whole entire day searching for these shoes, and uh, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, I don't. know. Some crazy stuff happens. <laughs> yeah. I can't say too don't much. Say, yeah, no, oh, I won't gotta, say too much. But yeah. this there was this scene, and it it's not funny. But there was a scene where they where they. <laughs> she laughing not, I am no, laughing. She's not laughing. I'm laughing, but it's not funny. So they break into the, the house of the dude, <laughs> and the dude has a son, mm-hmm. and the son is sitting on the floor, you know, doing ah, whatever he's know doing. You, you know what I'm talking about? And then. Yeah. And then some really funky stuff pops off. So what was going off in your head filming that scene? Because there was the potential for some things to go terribly awry in that moment. Right. Uh, what was Christopher thinking? What was Rico thinking? Rico. Uh, Rico was like, we got to get you know, we gotta get out <laughs> right now. Like, Forget the shoes. Forget everything. There is a crazy man looking for us, and we can die right now. So, uh, it, it, I mean, I just wanted us all to be safe and um i'm trying not to give too much away but i mean my main focus was just getting everybody out safe i mean out of the trio i'm kind of like the big bro you know the one they they kind of look up to so my mindset was just like you know if one of these guys get hurt their parents gonna come and look at me right because you know you're the big brother yeah and let's talk about you know you and brandon had a huge fight at one point Mm -hmm. huge fight Mm -hmm. have you ever had a uh, in a fight with you know you know how you have a best friend and Mm -hmm. y'all just get into it and it seemed like it's (laughs) like the the end of the world i still do so have (laughs) you ever had have you ever had that happen with one of your friends you know it's so funny i have a my best friend his name is jason we live together we 
don't get into many fights. But when we do, it's, a it's good one, over. Right? <laughs> it's a good one, but it's over something very small. Like that's how we are. We will never fight about something big. We'll talk that out. But for some reason, there's there'll be so much tension. It'll be over something small. Like the last time we got into an argument was. Over the dishes. <laughs> over who not doing them. Yeah, over the dishes because... <laughs> who end up doing them? Well, me. Because I, <laughs> I, I, I always end up doing them. But it's because my dad, he like goes crazy every time he comes home and there's dishes. And they're not my dishes. So <laughs> I basically paused what he was watching to tell him to go wash oh, the dishes. Lord. And he oh, went crazy. He went, he was lost it like football mind. or something? Yeah, it was. It was a yeah, it was a wrestling match. <laughs> okay, right? so, yeah, you don't, you don't touch. You don't touch certain people's yeah, remote when it's sports. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was wild. But no, nothing. Nothing crazy. Okay. You know. <laughs> All right. Well, let's switch gears and talk a little bit about Wayward Pines. Yes. So, um, for those of you listening or watching, Wayward Pines is is what network is it on? Fox. A new show on Fox that stars uh, Terrence Howard from Empire. Mm-hmm. So Terrence Howard is doing double duty on Empire and Wayward Pines. He's yeah. He's a hardworking man. That guy. So tell us about your role in that show. I play Mario. And I am captain of all military operations. All right. You know, <laughs> captain very, for captain. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> very, a very straightforward, straight arrow. I follow only one guy, really. Um, my boss, whose name is Jason, on the show. And pretty much anything he says, I, I do. Whether it be good or bad. Um, <laughs> you might hate me. You might love me. I hope that you actually don't like me, because that's what I wanted. <laughs> uh, but... I mean, he's just a cold-blooded dude. <laughs> that's that's all I have to say, really. And tell us about tell us what the premise is of the show for those ha- who haven't seen it yet. And it's going into a second season, right? Yeah, no, it's we started, just did right? the second season. You just third yeah. season. Yeah, third okay, I'm season. behind one season. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, it's I don't want to say it's not po- post-apocalyptic, but it's like the world's resources were running dry. One man realized this and took it upon himself to get a group of a couple thousand people and put them into hibernation, which is obviously a crazy decision to make, but to preserve human life, he had to. So we go into hibernation for 2,000 years. Oh, wow. And while we're in hibernation, you know, the circle of life creates things. And while humans were gone, um, these things called the abbeys, aberrations, took place of humans. And they look like humans, but they're just a lot uglier. And they're not... <laughs> Why are you That's looking hilarious. at me? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, hey. the aberration oh, fits. I'm going to have so to turn your shade. mic off. <laughs> so much shade. <laughs> so, we actually like each other. Oh, yeah? Mm. We, we, <laughs> Is that right? Okay. Or I, I would not that, be sitting that, here. That love-hate right? relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I right. I don't turn her sports off either. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even off. watch sports. Stop interrupting <laughs> okay, that boy. Sorry, Go ahead, Chris. You go ahead. I, I'll talk about that all day. So, uh, just have a therapy session with you. Right. Um, but basically, after 2,000 years, we wake up, and these aberrations now have taken the place of humans. And so to them, it's kind of like we're intruding, but you know, to us, uh, they're intruding. So I don't you know. Just know. Have some, watch, I haven't yeah. watched it. I'm going to write that down and watch yeah. that one because... Yeah. Because <laughs> that sounds serious. good to me. It's serious. That's my kind of thing. <laughs> so, so I, I I always go back to, to find out where you kind of start. Mm-hmm. How, your your passion. Where did your passion start for acting? And where you where were you born? First first of all, I was born in Brooklyn, New York. Oh. Yeah. Where's your accent? 
That's not she was born anymore. in St. Louis and she still has a New York accent. I know, I lived in Harlem. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For a so, long time. I mean, my accent is non existent because for the first five years of my life, I didn't even speak English. I sp- uh, my first language was French. Oh, wow. So okay. that happened. Smell you. So that, I didn't never had a New York accent. And then I moved to uh, South Florida when I was like eight, nine. So that accent didn't have enough time. To right. Service. Okay. Okay. But um, first, uh, what, what was the question? Well, what, what, <laughs> when did your passion for right. acting or wanting to be in the arts uh, mm-hmm. start kicking in? Uh, I did a play for my church oh, really? in South Florida, yeah, called Winner's Church, and um, it was the king is coming to town, basically, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus' arrival, um, and I I just, it wasn't like an audition process, because they're not going to make kids at the church audition for a play, so they just kind of No, gave, they just kind of throw you yeah, in it. Yeah, right. <laughs> but they just so happened to give me the biggest role, like, they gave, not the biggest role, but the role with the most lines. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'd always been a class clown, I'd always been a jokester, you know, my mom always used to say, like, you're either going to be a lawyer or an actor because <laughs> all you do is talk. So, <laughs> Alrighty then. And mom just kept... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's pretty. like, um, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so um, I just remember... Well, I actually don't remember. My mom tells me this. Uh, the first time I got off stage uh, to do the play, I went up to my mom. And mind you, I'm like 10 or 11 years old. And I go up to her and I'm like, Mom, I know what I want to do with my life. And she's looking at me like... 10 years old what you right, you know, right. what do you want to do with your life I was like I want to be an actor and she was just like yeah yeah whatever oh no <laughs> yeah yeah whatever <laughs> she was just like uh, okay well you know this is gonna fade she was it, so exasperated it, by exactly. it all <laughs> but I started taking initiative I, I I looked up um schools for the arts and I actually wow. ended up going to a, a middle school for the arts for three years called Bach Middle School of the Arts and I found it on my own I went uh and did the the orientation? Oh, you were serious. I was. I was serious. You were dead like, serious. Wow. I don't know. I caught the bug and I caught it hard. <laughs> and it was just like from now on. clearly. Yeah, and I have to also give a lot of a lot of ode to Fresh Prince of Bel Air because hmm. I remember uh, Will saying funny things and I'd pause the TV and then go to the mirror and like practice it over and over and over. Oh, again. that's so cute. That is. Wow. I think that's the first time I remember where I was just like. I want to act. You should try to reach out to bro man and let him know. Well, oh, I mean, eventually I, I'll tell him that for sure. <laughs> you guys are going to work together. Mm-hmm. I can see that already. Yeah. God willing. <laughs> put that into the, into the universe. Into That's the right. Yeah. <laughs> so from that point, you, you know, went to, a, you know, uh, three years to a school. Yeah. Uh, and because you're only, you're 19? I'm 19. 19. So, oh, I mean, that's not too long baby. ago. I'm to us, you know, that's just like a blink. Uh, so. <laughs> work. Yeah. 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 Uh, so. From that point, mm-hmm. going into high school, did, how did you get your, your first, I guess, break or first mm-hmm. uh, opportunity to take it to the next level? Well, yeah, from uh, one of the shows that I did at my three years at the school, I mm-hmm. met my manager. He came to, um, who's still my agent to the day, oh, Nick Roses. Nice. Um, and so, you know, he was nagging us to come out to L.A., come out to L.A. You have to, you have to make the move. Eventually, we were kind of like, because we were going back and forth between Florida and L.A. for callbacks and stuff like right. that, and we had spent like, Two, three thousand dollars on plane fare. So Ooh. we were just like, we can't keep doing this. Might right, as well. Right, that's just, a lot. Might as well just make the move. So we ended up doing that. And um, as soon as I touched down, it was audition after audition after audition. I just got thrown into this lifestyle. And it was like crazy because I was 13 and it was, I was young and I was like, it's a new place. But my first big break was General Hospital, first uh, time I ever acted on TV. 
which oh. is awesome because my mom has been watching that show oh, for like she was 20 like, years. That's my baby. Yeah, my friend exactly. Sonya's on that show, Sonya Eddy. She well, plays Epiphany. Who's is she's somebody's she's, wife? She's the only black person on that show. Yeah. <laughs> the play, only black does person. She plays somebody named TJ's mom. Is that because that? No, I, that's the other chick. Okay. You were you were TJ? I was TJ. Oh, okay. I was, I was the I was OG like, TJ. Wait a minute now. Been. I watch General Hospital yeah. every day. Like, what's up? What's up? I was the first TJ. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, why he look familiar? Mm-hmm. That's why. Exactly. Okay. So, well, shouts out to all my General Hospital fans. <laughs> right? GH in the head. Yeah. Oh, those soap opera fans. They're, They're dedicated. So oh, my serious. God. We're going to have somebody from GH. When? Oh, I'm working on that oh, date. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, um, Don't her be name teasing is, me. I started sweating for <laughs> her a name second. Is, her name is Rebecca Buttig, and she used to be on All My Children, but I digress. With Back to you. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. that was my first big break, which was awesome because uh, soap operas are huge. a lot like... Yeah, they're they're huge, and they're a lot like it's theater. It's like a master class, too, because yeah. it's yeah. like constant. And that's what I was going to say. They work really fast. That, there were times where like I would wake up in the morning and have maybe five lines in the whole episode and then now I have five paragraphs and you gotta learn it like that and then you work so hard to learn that paragraph and then they get one take and they're like alright moving on and it's like Whoa. you're like what what, what? Yeah, they don't play like, I can't no, remember phone numbers it's like, it's like theater it's really yeah. kind of no do overs or a mm-hmm. lot of times back in the day when I used to do subs they used to um, tape the rehearsals yep so they really was, just yeah. in case yeah. they got a, just in case yeah. they got something great. Just in case yeah. they got something great, they would tape the rehearsals, and if the rehearse if them taping the rehearsal was fierce, they would go, "Yep, moving on." And yeah, you're like, straight oh. up, like, wait, was that was it, rehearsal. Like, oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're like, well, damn, can I do that again? Yeah, there was this one line. I know like, I can nope, do it better. Sorry, yeah, because they shoot like a hundred pages or something sometimes in a day. A mm-hmm. hundred mm. pages in a day for anybody that's in the film industry, you know that's that's like a lot ridiculous. Yeah, I've, I mean, we've interviewed a lot of soap operas. I mean, stars, yeah. and they they've all said that that was probably the best thing that happened to them. Not just for the, because a lot of the people they stick with soap operas all their life. Yeah. But I mean, when they go to TV film, they said, that's yeah. like. So for that being my first experience, it taught me so much and it and it really did prepare me for everything I'm going through right now. So, so okay, how but long? wait, oh, go ahead. I, I just because you know GH no, is my show. Go, go ahead, girl. So, so um <laughs> she's like, I don't so know. You you your character was involved with Molly for a minute, right? Yeah. So y'all had a, did you have your first kiss with her? Uh my first kiss with Molly uh, on the show. On the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. So what so up until that point, had you kissed a girl? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> Why? Because I was going to ask you, what was it like to have your first kiss on TV? On but you didn't. But. You know what, though? Fun fact about kicks. Um, there is a part where Brandon kisses a girl, and that was his first kiss ever. Aww. And it was on camera. And it's funny because he lied about it when we oh, did no. it. Because, you know, <laughs> it's a little nerve-wracking having your first kiss and, uh, you know, telling people. But he just told us a couple weeks ago, and we was just like, ah. Oh. Uh, and uh, so y'all could clown him after the fact, you know. but he didn't tell you I'm why I'm not going to show this, but is that the first kiss? Oh, boy. Wow. <laughs> Where did you find that? I found it online. It's the internet, dude. Jesus. Look at that. <laughs> is that the kiss? That is the kiss. Wow. Look, oh, look at you all shy and embarrassed. Ooh, that's funny. <laughs> Shout out to Haley. I love you, Haley. Aw. <laughs> Man. Young love. <laughs> what's, what's, it, it's not, I guess, too weird to older people, but like, I was 15 
and she was 13. And so for me, it was it was weird, weird you know, because yeah, she was yeah. two years old, younger so than me. So tell us, how exactly did you feel about that other than it being weird? You were just like, dang, I got to kiss somebody that's 13? Yeah, I mean, she was a very pretty girl, so it wasn't too hard. It was just <laughs> like... <laughs> You're like, it wasn't like she was a troll. Right, yeah, it's not that... that oh, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have no nothing to say about that, but... um. <laughs> Yeah, it was just a little, <laughs> a little awkward, but I got through it because then we had to do it like eight times. So it was like, oh, did so you mess they, up they on didn't tape or? that one, one time. <laughs> I up on so they didn't tape that one one time. They were like, yeah, yeah let's do that one again, and y'all like, oh. See, when they get me on screen with Holly Berry, then I'm a mess up. <laughs> right, right. Four times. <laughs> sorry. I didn't mean to. My do bad. <laughs> Take again. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. Let's run that back. I didn't feel too <laughs> confident about that. So how long How long were you on? Were you on uh, I was on eight, eight months. Eight months. like 20-something episodes. Wow. That's yeah. great. Because it was recurring. It wasn't every mm-hmm. every episode. But so, mm-hmm. so when you left that, mm-hmm. and uh, what, what did you want to focus on more after well, that? Well, I actually left... Because I got another opportunity to do a Nickelodeon pilot, nice. which at the time was always my dream because, you know, I grew up watching Nickelodeon and right. I love Nickelodeon. So I was like, right. man, this is. So I did a pilot with Dan Snyder, who is. Um, I know Dan Snyder. Dan, yeah. Dan the man. Yeah, Dan. Dan the man. <laughs> yeah, he's a big kid, that guy. <laughs> he's a big kid. He does a lot of shows yeah. on Nickelodeon. Yeah, he's. Uh, so the show was <laughs> was called Gibby and it was a spinoff of, yeah, spin of iCarly. So. That was dream come true. Uh, pilot didn't get picked up, but you know that's the business. Yeah, yeah, right. But I mean, I'm happy because I probably would have been on GH for like three more years and not been able to do all the stuff that I've been doing. That's so true. Mm-hmm. It happened for a reason. Yeah, you get much. locked into those those contracts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and oh, Dan yeah. Schneider is like he's like the Shonda Rhimes of Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah. really. Seriously. It's hilarious. Like, like straight up, half of all their successful shows is Dan. is Dan Schneider. Straight up. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. And so from that point, mm-hmm. uh, when did you start working with uh, wanting to get more films? I mean, were you always working to get films? I always wanted to get more film. It just never, like, happened. Mm-hmm. The The thing was, I've been this size, like this build, since I was yeah, you look 15, young, 16. So. Yeah, I look young in the face, but I'm 5'11 and 165 pounds, and mm-hmm. I've been this way since I was 15. Oh, wow. So I would go out for older roles because I was that you know, that build, but, but you had I, that baby face. I had the baby face mm-hmm. and I wasn't legal 18, which um. means you can only work like what, eight hours a day. Or yep. Something. You can work eight hours yeah. a day. And then after that, they get penalized. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Movies don't like that. So right. I didn't get, uh, a lot of movie work until I got my diploma at 17. Um, and graduated high school. That's when I started. Picking up. Yeah. Hmm. How did you, I, I know your man, you said your manager is Nick Rose. Yeah, Nick Rose. I know Nick. Yeah. So how did you and Nick meet? Uh, in Florida, when I uh, so his assistant went to one of my shows, and his assistant was like, "Gotta see this kid. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. Meet him." And um, apparently, he was having like a casting call, just I guess searching for talent. And I was like, "Why not? You know, oh. Why not?" I went, auditioned, got a call back. Came the next day, auditioned again, and met my parents. We went out for dinner. Signed to Nick. Oh, Nick. that's wow. nice yeah. that he met with your parents and stuff. Oh man, they're they talk more than me and Nick talk. They <laughs> he, he calls my mom auntie, so it's just uh, like yeah. well, tell him I said what's up and I, give him a hug for me. I will for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Well, because of time, we're we're running out of time. But mm-hmm. I want to I want to ask uh, to get into some of the, how you got the uh, actual films. Uh, so audition were something that you just you know, your agent called and said, "Hey, here's an audition we have." Well, tell us the process of how you got the uh, 
Well, kicks. first kicks yeah. and then wolf. Wolves. Wolves, yeah. Um so um before kicks I had just signed on with a new manager. Nick went from managing to being my agent. Mm-hmm. And so he was just like we should sign on with the manager too to get things rolling even more. Mm-hmm. And I shine I signed with uh Link Entertainment with Matt Shelton and he sat down and uh for the first time somebody asked me like what hey Chris, want? what do you want to do? Like what what projects do you want to do? And I had been very much influenced by movies like Juice and Boys in the Hood and stuff like that. So I had expressed that. Literally a week later, Kix comes across his desk and he's just like, um, what you there asked you for <laughs> is right here. So he sent the script over. I read it and I immediately fell in love. And I was hmm. just like, all right, we got to, you know, whatever we got to do, whatever, whoever we have to call, let's make this happen. So I go to the first initial audition, which is actually held at John Singleton's office. Fun fact, which is the director of Boys in the Hood. Mm-hmm. A little weird. Uh, <laughs> not no, weird. That's called that's, serendipitous, that's, babe. That's the universe, you know? <laughs> um, so I killed that audition. I did really good. Um, they called me back for a chemistry read. And ironically, I go in with Jaw King and CJ, and we all audition together. Oh, that's cool. And it's funny. It was a connection that we had that wasn't even like, oh, you know, I hope you get it. It was just like, I just got their numbers just because they were cool, cool people. And we all ended up getting it together, oh, which was great. Wild, crazy. Um, Justin was in the audition, Justin Tipping, the director. But I didn't know who he was because he was so quiet. <laughs> and he's so young. You know, he's 30, 31, I mm-hmm. think. And he had like this jean jacket on and he was just sitting there. And I didn't know who he was at first. I was like, it can't be the director. but. It up. was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, I'm looking at uh, who do you think you relate to more, Rico, Mario? <laughs> Rico. Rico? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I was going to say I'm not Mario. killing people. I hear well, you know besides the killing. But. Right. Um, yeah, definitely Rico. I think growing up in Brooklyn and South Florida, I've met many people like Rico, you know. Young, full of energy, loves girls, stuff like you know, class clown. Why you look at me talking about loves girls? Uh-uh, get them little big eyes over there somewhere else. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I do that all the time. I yeah. stop looking at her because she gets mad at me. Yeah, yeah. I did not get mad at you. Stop saying that. I am not the angry black woman, people. <laughs> no, I didn't say it. <laughs> yeah, you said it. You didn't say it. Anywho. Insty-who. Yeah, but um, definitely Rico, for sure. Well, like I said, I can't wait to see it. I have not seen it. I'm glad Carla had a chance yeah. to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, September 9th. September 9th. Releasing. And for those who are listening in L.A. that don't have anything to do tomorrow oh, at 7.30, tomorrow? we are having a special screening at the LACMA Museum. Oh, I'm going to write that down. It's LACMA. free. So you just go online, look for it. It's on my Twitter. If you follow me at Chris Meyer BK. You could get the link, and it's totally free. There's a Q&A. I can't, you know, I want to meet everybody, see how you guys felt about it and everything. And how you, how, how before we go to Carla, because we have Carla Renata Corner mm-hmm. here in just a second, but how do you feel with, uh, you know, the fans? I mean, the fans, they seem to always put the gasoline in, in you know, that's mm-hmm. gasoline into the actors yeah. and actresses uh, mojo. Uh-huh. So how does how do you feel of getting to see the results of your craft through the eyes of your fans? Yeah. It's been amazing. Um, so I went to Tribeca and L.A. Film Festival first. That's mm-hmm. where I first saw the movie for the first two times. And those events are a lot more industry-based. So mm-hmm. there were a lot of you know executives there, producers, casting directors. And watching it with them is cool. 
it's fun, you know. It's but a, but uh, <laughs> technically, that's not who we made it for. You know, we right. made it for the culture. We made it for the youth. We made it for you know, um, young black people. And so for the first time, I went to LA Film School, which is in Hollywood, and they had this group of kids from the Watt Center. They oh, were like nice. 10, 12 year old kids and all the college students. And we watched it with them. And that was the first time, like, I was looking around, like, oh my God, they're going crazy. Cause, like, at Tribeca, you know, they would laugh and it's funny, but, like, you could see the kids really getting into it. And they're like, oh. Because they understand <laughs> the culture. Exactly. So, yeah. for, so that experience really hit me because mm-hmm. it was just like, that was the first time I really said, like, wow, like, Look at what we did. That's Aww. that's crazy. And and then you know I got to talk to the the kids from Watts and they asked a bunch of really deep questions. Was I was very surprised. What but, were um, some of the questions you don't mind sharing? Um, you know, what my meaning of masculinity is. Ooh, um, that's deep. Mm-hmm. Just I mean I mean yeah you know I'm like little kids that's asking that. Because yeah. I was going to okay, say 10, 15 well. years ago that would have never came out yeah, of their mouth. I mean <laughs> I mean I'm sure they had you know help from their teachers you know right. what to ask and stuff like that but they were interested and and that also was you know first time i realized how much responsibility as an actor that i have or just a figure you know that uh, i could answer this question and i could say the worst answer ever and that kid is going to take it like gold so that was mm. the first time where i was like wow you know i got some type of you know responsibility some clout. yeah you that know clout some clout yeah exactly <laughs> So, I mean, that experience was awesome. And uh, I also went to USC last night and mm. talked to the college kids there. And they had super intellectual questions. There was this one dude who, like, went off for, like, 10 minutes asking questions. And after he he ended <laughs> it, we all just looked at him and we were just like, well, you pretty much answered it yourself. Because we, we <laughs> like, know how I to answer it. can't even touch it. You know. Oops. <laughs> yeah. I've been like, what? Yeah. What are you talking about? The response <laughs> has been across the board awesome i mean people who i don't expect to you know know about that world enjoyed it Mm -hmm. loved it asked questions and um my hope is that it just brings up a discussion or that uh you know there is talk about the violence and masculinity and what it means to really be a man and you know stuff like that is this going to be in select theaters or nationwide limit Theaters nationwide. Limited release. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Limited, limited release nationwide, though. You know. Well, September 9th is going to be 9th. in theaters, and uh, and also Wayward Pines is get, uh, preparing for their third season. Yes, right now. Uh, do you know when the release date of that is yet? I have no idea. Probably they not yet. Me, they tell me nothing. Uh, when does Wolves <laughs> come out? Wolves. I actually don't know what's going on with Wolves. I think we're still going through the circuit with it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we went to Tribeca and they went to another film festival. I forgot what it was. I couldn't attend though. But I think we're still trying to run it through the circuit right now. Get distributors. You know that whole oh yeah movie, that whole game movie, yeah. yeah that whole mm-hmm. movie process mm-hmm. crazy. Anything mm-hmm. else uh, you have coming up? TV um, films? Yeah, I'm, I'm working on music. Oh, the, what? Like, yeah, I rap. So I'm. Oh, what look at the, you. Yeah. What? The? I have a mixtape coming out sometime in this fall called Wolf Tape. I'm working on the skits for it tomorrow. I'm very excited. So it's gonna Yay. have like interludes and like. Well, you're gonna have to come back and do some rap for us. Oh, for sure. Carlo join. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hype in the cypher. <laughs> I am so not a rapper. So, oh, okay. I'll give you. The, I'll drop the beat right now. <laughs> you drop the beat. I'll be like, yeah. Yeah. I'm off the beat. Just, <laughs> just not my thing. Well, yeah. Christopher, thank you so much. Uh, you can go to his. Uh, Twitter is Chris Meyer BK. Okay, and do you, Brooklyn, you know. do you have an Instagram yes, or anything? Just Christopher Meyer. 
Just Christopher Meyer. That's that. All right. Well, if you don't mind sticking around just for a few minutes, we're going to do... Live on Universal hey. Broadcast Network. Carlos Corner. You like that, Carlos Chris Meyer? <laughs> Carlos Corner. Hey. Okay, you're hilarious. So I just wanted to give again a mm-hmm. shout out to Gene Wilder, who passed away this week from Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. For those of you not of my generation, he was Willy Wonka to me. Loved him, loved mm-hmm. him, loved him. He had lots of partnerships with Richard Pryor mm-hmm. and his um, wife Gilda Radner before she passed away from ovarian cancer. So rest in peace, Willy Wonka. Yeah. We'll miss R. you. R. And um, the new film that's coming out this week, this Friday, is called The Light Between Oceans. It's based on an M.L. Stedman novel, and it's a love story. Now, when I saw The Light Between Oceans, I was like, okay, why the title The Light Between Oceans? Now, I read the book, and it had been a minute, so I figured out that the light meant not only the light from the lighthouse, but the light that was being brought into this new couple's life after they'd lost their baby. So, having said that, it stars Michael Fassbender, who y'all might know from being an Academy Award nominee for <laughs> 12 Years a Slave and Steve Jobs, and Alicia Van Kander, who won the Oscar last year for The Danish Girl. Now, I love Alicia Van Kander, but I'm going to need her to be in a movie without crying all the time. <laughs> I'm just going to need you to do a film without breaking into tears. Michael Fassbender is giving you that heroic husband, that man that doesn't know how to say no to his wife because he just loves her so dearly. And Rachel Weiss, who's an Oscar winner, I forget what film she won the Oscar for, which is so wrong for me to say, but oops. Um, but she's an Oscar winner. It was in a film with uh, uh, Russell Crowe that she won. Brilliant Mind. Ah, there you go. Yeah. So anyway, she won, she won an Oscar for that, but she is the catalyst in this film. She plays the mother of the baby that they find that's not theirs that they end up taking on as their own, and it creates a whole lot of drama. But I will tell you this. Those three people are bringing it 305,000 times, mm-hmm. honey, for that film. They are giving it to you. It is a wonderful love story. Their performances are great, other than Alicia crying every two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> it's, based on, <laughs> it's based on the M.L. Stedman novel. So if you are one of those people that likes to read the novels before you see the film, check out the novel, The Light Between Oceans. It's a Disney Touchstone Pictures film. It is released this Friday, September 2nd. Next week, I will be talking about Kicks. Hey. Yay! <laughs> that I saw during the summer at the L.A. Film Festival. This is Carla Renata, your curvy film critic. See you next week. Love, peace, and hair grease. Bye. <laughs> All right. Well, that's <laughs> that, I love that. <laughs> I stole that from him. <laughs> I stole it from RuPaul, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there you have it. <laughs> yeah, no. Just yeah. stealing all over the place. Yeah, I'm sure he stole it from somebody else. Yeah. Well, that's true. All right. It's our time to say goodbye to all our company. Yes. So we're out of here. Thank you, Chris, for joining us. And Thank I you hope guys. you come back. Yes, I will, man, for sure. All right. Well, uh, definitely, uh, Carla, I'll see you next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, see you guys on Friday for Truth Be Told with Tony and Eddie. We have a great show. Uh, go to honorwithtonysuite.com. Check out our upcoming guest. We have some great guests coming up in September. And we want to thank you guys for joining us. Air one love, air one air love. Right. Well, well, love, love, love. I love that song. <laughs> All right, we're out of here. Take care. Bye. Bye. This has been On Air with Tony Sweet. Don't worry, there's more online. Search On Air with Tony Sweet on iTunes for fast shows and exclusive behind the scenes content. On Air with Tony Sweet every Wednesday and Friday from 4 to 6 p.m. Pacific, right here on UBNRadio.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.